And welcome for the first time in 2021 to Phil Birkin Field, where for the first time since mid-June of 2019, you have to go back, in fact, 653 days since the last time we had Warren East Lady Raiders softball for you right here on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. We have the season opener for 2021 on deck for you today. Warren East, the preseason number one ranked team in the state of Kentucky. They welcome Franklin Simpson, a Lady Cats team that has not played in 671 days and, in fact, saw their 2019 season come to an end in the region tournament semifinals against this Warren East Lady Raider squad. This is your pregame show brought to you by Coca-Cola ahead of today's Warren East Lady Raider softball broadcast presented by J. Allen Builders. Warren East went 26-3 and the last season they got to play back in 2019. Of course, all these teams across the state, across the country, saw their 2020 seasons wiped off the board due to the coronavirus pandemic. Warren East started that 2019 season 28-0. and They would win the fourth region tournament. Actually lost the 14th district tournament title game to South Warren before beating the Spartans 6-3 to in the region title game, their only regular season loss came at Central Harden. That was a 5-4 to four loss in extras on May 13th of 2019. Franklin Simpson was 20-18 and 18 in the 2019 season. They were the runners-up in the 13th district, fell to Logan County by a run in the 13th district championship game, but beat Barron County in the first round of the fourth region tournament, the second straight year. They've been able to pick up a win at the region tournament. But also the second straight year, they saw their season come to an end at the hands of Warren East. As I mentioned, the Lady Raiders knocked Franklin Simpson out in the semifinals 3 to nothing last year. But the year before, beat Franklin Simpson 11 to nothing over at the WKU softball complex. As I mentioned, Warren East, the top team in the preseason coming into the year. They returned four key contributors from the second straight runner-up season back in 2019. The biggest name highlighting this team is senior center fielder Lucy Patterson. She batted 518 in 2019, 33 ribbies, 10 extra base hits, 18 steals, 47 runs. But uh, as I referenced, she's not the only key player back. Junior Emma Young hit 304 at the plate, had 14 RBI, four extra base hits. Starting catcher Harley Stringfield back. She's a senior now, hit 333. More known for her prowess on defense and back there behind the plate, just getting the job done in general. And then in the circle, not a regular starter, as Katie Gardner usually drew the starts for Warren East back in 2019 on her way to being named Kentucky Miss Softball. But a lot of pressure now on junior Emma Markham. She pitched 45 innings, was 4-1 and in six starts, 85 strikeouts to the tune of a 1.24 ERA. She will get the start in this one for Warren East as they open up the season against Franklin Simpson. That being said, though, with those returners, just like everyone else in the state, this is a team that has a lot to replace as well. Warnies lost their top three run producers from a year ago, including their top four home run hitters. And, of course, Katie Gardner, who now resides on the hill at WKU, only went 30-1 and in her senior season, a .74 ERA, 321 strikeouts in 2019 for Katie Gardner. Warren East, if you look back at their history under Coach McKinney, 8-2 and two in their season openers under 11th season head coach, but 12th year head coach McKinney, as he told me he would like it phrased, considering last year didn't get the season underway, but did a lot of the work as the coach, so he would like to have that year still considered under his belt. Warren East has won their last 
eight over Franklin Simpson. They've won their last six straight regular season openers overall. And if you go back in this series between Franklin Simpson and Warren East, Coach McKinney, 10-4 and four in his time at head coach at Warren East. And over the last four times these two teams have met up on the softball field, Warren East has not given up a run. 32 to nothing, the combined score in those four games. And if you go back the last time Franklin Simpson scored a run, that would be in 2016. It was a 6-4 to four win still for Warren East in the season opener. Head coach now Todd Connell for Franklin Simpson. He took over for this squad in 2017. So he's looking to crack through, get his first run as head coach against these Warren East Lady Raiders here today. We'll take our first break of the pregame show when we come back. I got the chat earlier with Coach McKinney. We'll play that interview for you. And I do want to know, as we had to take it out of the interview, but I would like to add it in for the sake of Coach McKinney. And I'm sure you listening would be interested to hear this as well. Coach McKinney and the team took great pride in the jerseys the team are rocking here today. The pinstripe look with the base blue uniforms, the white stripes, kind of like vintage New York Yankee style, although I compared it up here in the press box to Jim Forrester as to something you might see from a minor league baseball team. And if you're looking for some kind of reference for what I'm trying to paint in your mind, just look up some uniform combos used by the Montgomery Biscuits in the minor leagues. That'll give you some kind of frame of reference for what the Lady Raiders are rocking here today. They get their season underway. We're just about 10 minutes away, so we'll play that interview for you with Coach McKinney, then come back after that, have first pitch, and get this thing started. This is the season opener for Warren East Softball as they take on Franklin Simpson. This is your pregame show brought to you by Coca-Cola right here on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Back here on your pregame show as we continue to get you set for tonight's regular season opener for the top team in the preseason poll in the state of Kentucky, the Warren East Lady Raiders welcoming Franklin Simpson as they start their season. I'm glad to be joined now on the pregame show by head coach Philip McKinney of this Lady Raiders softball team. Coach, before we even dive into this game or even all of the, I guess, storylines that come into this one, how does it feel to, to hear me rattle off top team in the preseason and the state coming into this year? Well, I, I tell you, Tyler, one, it's great to talk to you and have a pregame. Uh, you know, two, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's cool. I, you know, we appreciate uh, the votes that we got. Uh, we got 14 first-place votes by coaches. Uh, of course, I was one of them. So, first, you know, the schools put us uh, number one. There was 40 schools that voted. Uh, and you know what? That, that's cool to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a little, uh, what, what they call it, a... Uh, at the barbershop, little talk, yes. you know, at the, at the barbershop. But, you know, uh, the, the big picture is, um, you know, we're, we're getting to play. And not only yeah. that we're getting to play, Franklin Simpson's getting to play. Everybody across the state, uh, you know, softball, baseball, track, we're, we're getting to have a season. Uh, like I said, the ranking is, is awesome. We appreciate it. We'll see how long we can hang on to it. We'll hang on to it for at least one week. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and then we'll go from there. But, but ultimately – uh, uh, we're just we're so pumped and excited to uh, put on a uniform, chalk up the field, uh, crank up the music, a little pregame, and uh, play softball. Well, I mean, 653 days since you and this team were last in official action. I know you've had some scrimmages in between then, but you mentioned being excited. I mean, just what have the emotions been like for you and the team getting ready to finally get back out there? And again, 653 days since you were last able to do this. Yeah, I mean, you know, and we've got, it seems like we get a, a new set of uniforms every year, but we've got three new sets of uniforms 
that's never been worn. We had to pull the tag off of them. Uh, two of them was for last year and then one for this year. Uh, tonight we're wearing our, 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 our brand-new pinstripe uniforms, and the girls uh, are wearing them at, at school and walking up and down the hallway, and, and everybody's like, you know, where would you get those uniforms? Those are awesome. The guys are football players and baseball players and, and the teachers, and they're all like, yeah, y'all got a game tonight, and, and they want to know how long it's been, and, and are you excited, and are you nervous? And, you know, it, it's just girls' high school softball, but it's a big deal, mm-hmm. and it's a big deal out here at Warren East. Um, and just to, just to listen to the girls walking through the hallways and the teachers asking them, and then, and then the girls will, will tell me, hey, coach, uh, you know, such and such teacher just asked me about tonight's game, and, and, and am I nervous? And, uh, you know, they're, they're just so excited and pumped up um, to play. And, uh, you know, and, and it has. It's, you know, it's been a little bit over 21 months, you know, and I kind of, you know, got on Google and kind of looked it up. It's like 15,000 hours oh my since the last time that, that we've played. Uh, but, uh, and, you know, and, and we're very proud to, to start back up another season since we didn't have one last year, we get to start up another season, but that first game we get to play here at Silver King field. And that, that makes it even more special for us. And as we look back two years ago, I'm used to just saying last season, but the last season was two years ago. There are some key pieces back from that squad two years ago. Obviously, Lucy Patterson, probably the biggest name, but Emma Markham in the circle, Harley Stringfield, Emma Young. But there are also a lot of really young players that are going to be out there, even starting in this one, Coach. Tell us a bit about some of the players that us from Warren East maybe are familiar with because we've seen them play on the middle school level, but now making the jump up and going to play key roles this year at the varsity level. Yeah, you know, uh, just kind of going around the uh, the infield. At at first base will be a freshman, uh, Autumn Simmons. Uh, second base will be a senior uh, starting tonight, Shelby White, but she's never started a varsity game, just like uh, Autumn at first base and never started a varsity game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start a freshman at shortstop, Haley Brazel, uh, of, again, who's never started a, a varsity game. Yep. At third base will be Emma Young, who was the designated player back in 2019, but didn't play defensively. So she's actually starting her first varsity game uh, defensively uh, tonight. And then in the outfield, of course, you, you know, you talked about Lucy in, in center field. Um, in right field will be ha- uh, Madison Heimer, Haley mm-hmm. Heimer's younger sister. Uh, Madison's a freshman. It's her varsity, uh, first varsity start tonight. And then uh, Riley Carter in left field, another freshman. And it'll be her first varsity uh, start uh, ever. And then in the circle tonight, Emma Markham and uh, a junior um, who's gotten some, some playing time in, in 17, 18, and 19. And then Holly Stringfield behind the plate, a, a senior. Um, you know, I've had people ask me uh, about the new faces. Of course, if we've got new faces, that means everybody else has got new faces too. Because, yes. you know, it, it just wasn't us that didn't play last spring. It, it was the whole state. So everybody's kind of going through, you know, some kids that didn't get varsity time last year that would have, some kids that didn't get JV time last year that they needed, mm-hmm. that they didn't get. So now there's a lot of schools. They might have two kids. They might have a whole lineup that's all new. Uh, but the one thing I've told people, one, the young kids can play. Uh, those freshmen, and there's there's three eighth graders that's going to get some playing time, too, throughout the year. Uh, Lydia Jones, uh, Addison Lee, and Kenzie Upton. Um, and then there's a few more freshmen, too. Uh, Riley Jones, uh, another freshman that they'll get some playing time, and mm-hmm. Jaylee Childers. Um, but those freshmen, eighth graders, when they were eighth and seventh, they went 42-2 and two in middle school. Right. They beat McCracken County in the state championship game six to nothing. McCracken got one hit off of us. 
not saying that's what they're going to do now, varsity, right. but they have played in some big games. You know, are they going to be nervous? Yeah, yeah, they're going to be nervous. Everybody should be nervous. I think Lucy's a little nervous tonight, uh, just for the overall the, the whole thing about a new, you know, having new faces and a, a pretty much a new team. Mm-hmm. But like I've told people, we've got Harley behind the plate, Markham in the circle, Lucy and center. We've got three kids right up the middle of the defense that played in the 2018 and 2019 region and state. I don't think you can ask for much more than that. And then, oh, by the way, you throw Emma Young in there who also hit all through the 2019 yep. season. Uh, so up the middle, I feel real confident. And these freshmen, they just need to get their feet wet, go out there and play softball. We've had some of them since they were 9 and 10 years old playing travel ball with us. And it's the same game. It's just a little faster. Kids are a little stronger. Uh, and they'll, they'll realize that after they, after they play a few innings. Coach, I'm looking forward to seeing this one unfold. And I'm really glad that you're able to join us here on the pregame show and looking forward to the rest of the year getting to chat with you to preview some of these matchups along the way. Exactly. And I, I appreciate uh, you having me on the, on the, on the pregame. Uh, like I said, we're all excited. Uh, not sure on when you know, tickets are on sale on the uh, on the website, I know everything's kind of new and kind of different, and, and 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 not everybody's got all the all the right answers. But I promise you, we're still playing ball here. Just reach out to the high school; uh, they they can direct you uh, to get some tickets. But come out here and watch us play. And, and like I said, thank you and, and, and appreciate uh, everything you do and, and and ESPN Radio coming out and broadcasting. And uh, can't wait. We'll step aside. When we come back, it'll be time for first pitch in this regular season opener for the preseason number one high school softball team in the state, Warnies, as they take on Franklin Simpson. It all starts right after this on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. We're running a little behind, but I tell you something, both these teams will wait an extra 10, 15, whatever the amount of time has to be to play softball for each of them. For the first time in 650-plus days here from Warren East High School, the top team in the preseason rankings in the state, the Lady Raiders of Warren East, welcome Franklin Simpson to get the 2021 season underway. Let's take a look quickly at your starting lineups, brought to you by Sailors Golf Carts. First for Franklin Simpson, they'll be up with the bats first, leading off at shortstop Lexi Holloman, following her at second base, Haley Fowler. Behind the plate, catching in the three-hole, Kaylee Tuck. Cleanup batter in right field, Reagan Coffey. Batting fifth in center field, Gracie Arneman. At first base, batting sixth is Shelby Cottle. Batting seventh and in left is Maddie Utley. In the circle and batting eighth is Hannah Arthur. And at third, batting ninth is Sharika Kitchens. Franklin Simpson, under now fourth year head coach, should say fifth year, fourth season head coach Todd Cottle. Started the job at Franklin Simpson in 2017, 55 and 56 as the head man won the 2018-13th district title. For Warren East in the field, we'll start in the infield at catcher Harley Stringfield at first base. Autumn Simmons, second base Shelby White. Over at third, Emma Young, and in between at short is Haley Brazel. Outfield from left to right, Riley Carter, Lucy Patterson, Madison Heimer, and in the circle, Emma Markham. A lot of pressure this year, as I referenced earlier, on young Emma Markham, made 17 appearances in the 2019 season. Six starts, was 4-1 and one in the circle in 45 innings of work. Struck out 85 banners, walked just six. 
golf cart not starting, sailors can help. They also have a great selection of new golf carts in Smith's Grove, Kentucky. Markham will start her day against Lexi Holloman, the junior shortstop leading things off for Franklin Simpson. The first pitch in 650-plus days on its way, misses high for ball one. Holloman appeared in 26 games for Franklin Simpson in 2019 as the second pitch from Markham swung on and missed. Evens up the count at 1-1. One one. Just a 182 average for Holloman. Struck out 13 times in 66 trips up to the plate. Markham holds it in the right, spins, deals. That one catches the inside corner. Was a late called strike. Thought it was a good pitch from up here. Home plate umpires agree. It's a 1-2 count now. Markham, a strikeout specialist, as the numbers from last year indicate. 1-2 misses, evens up the count at 2-2. Two and two. This is a Warren East team filled with youth. As you heard Coach McKinney rattle off some of the starters. Three eighth graders, seven freshmen on this roster for the Lady Raiders. 2-2 two, two misses low inside, and we've got our first full count of the season. Good eye, those two pitches from Holloman. Junior second baseman Halley, or Haley Fowler stands on deck for Franklin Simpson. 3-2 count. Markham winds, deals the payoff, misses high for ball four. So Franklin Simpson starts things off exactly how they'd like to, Full count walk drawn by Holloman. Three straight balls thrown by Markham. And with one on, nobody out here top of the first, Haley Fowler steps in for Franklin Simpson. Left-handed hitter, squares to bunt the first pitch. Tried to go after it high, couldn't make any contact. 0-1 count. Emma Young playing up from third and anticipated the bunt. We'll see what Fowler does here. Near 300 hitter, 286 in 2019. Does not try to bunt here. Instead holds off a pitch outside. One ball, one strike. Emma Young, as Coach McKinney talked about, did not start at third base in 2019. Had plenty of appearances as DP as the 1-1 is in there, looked at for strike two. Second straight batter, 1-2 count for Markham. Can she finish the deal this time? Assume the bun is off the table now. Markham sends the one, two. That one misses low and away. Two balls, two strikes to Fowler. On deck, Franklin Simpson's most dangerous hitter, Kaylee Tuck, led them in RBI in 2019 as just a sophomore. 2-2 two, two for Markham. Tipped back into the screen. Keeps the count at 2-2. Two and two. Tuck, 37 ribbies, also led him in home runs with five in that 2019 season. Two biggest losses for Franklin Simpson since then to graduation, Madison Davis and Danielle Coates. Davis now playing college ball at Campbellsville as the 2-2 misses, low and away, and now another full count for Emma Markham. Walked just six batters in 45 innings of work since 2019, but got to remember... That's a long, long time ago. 3-2 has hit hard. Over the head of Coach Cottle over at first. Good reactions to duck under it. 
Goes foul and count remains full. Fowler struck out 12 times in 2019. Drew just six walks. But she's got a full count here. Payoff on its way again. Swung on and missed. And there's the first strikeout of the season for Emma Markham. And a big one at that. That sends Kaylee Tuck up to the plate. Senior catcher for Franklin Simpson. One of just three seniors on this Franklin Simpson roster. I mentioned the home runs in RBI. Also hit 407 at the plate and struck out just five times in all of 2019. First pitch to her, looked at low and inside for ball one. Holloman stands at first. She drew a full count walk to start the game, one away here in the top of the first. Scoreless for Moore East High School. Markham sends the 1-0. This one blooped up. It'll stay in the infield, but it drops. Emma Young was tracking it, but couldn't come down with it. And Tuck is on safely, but the good news for Warren East, the throw to second was in time because Holloman anticipated that ball would be caught, so she's thrown out at second, so they're now two away. Tuck also replaced over at first by Allie Utley, who was in to run. She looks to run on the first pitch. She's down safely. In at the plate is Reagan Coffey. First pitch was a strike, so it's an 0-1 count, but now first runner in scoring position for Franklin Simpson. Second pitch just off. No, they say it's on the outside corner for strike two. Another delayed call. Won't complain when it's a call in favor of the Lady Raiders, and we've got an 0-2 count. Markham looking to escape the first unscathed, 0-2 on its way, high and away, one ball, two strikes. Two away, top of the first. Standing at second is the courtesy runner, Allie Utley. After Tuck reached on the air, 1-2, in there, outside corner, strike three, and Markham ends the inning on a called strike three. Franklin Simpson puts one on, they get a walk, they also get an error, but they can't capitalize after the top of the first. We are scoreless. Warney's up for the first time today right after this. You are listening to Warney's Lady Raiders Softball, presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Markham strikes out two in the first. Franklin Simpson puts a runner in scoring position. Can't take advantage, and the Lady Raiders are up now in a scoreless ball game. their first at-bats of this 2021 season. Taking a look at the starting lineup for the Lady Raiders, presented again by Sailors Golf Carts. Emma Young will lead things off, followed by Lucy Patterson out in center field, batting third. Monty Forrester, the DP for Warren East here today in the circle. Emma Markham, she is hitting cleanup, batting fifth is the catcher, Harley Stringfield. In the sixth hole is Riley Carter, batting seventh, Shelby White, batting eighth, Madison Heimer. And rounding out the bats for Warren East, will be Haley Brazel in the nine hole. Autumn Simmons playing first, but she is your flex here today. In the circle for Franklin Simpson, Hannah Arthur made just five appearances, no starts in 2019. Nine and a third innings pitched, four strikeouts, two walks, a 3.75 ERA. 
Cottle stands at first. Haley Fowler at second. Sharika Kitchens at third. Lexi Holloman is at short. Outfield from left to right for Franklin Simpson. Maddie Utley, Gracie Orneman, and Reagan Coffey. Emma Young stands in now for Warren East. First pitch of the ball game from Arthur is a slow one, but it's in there on the outside corner for strike one. Young, a 304 hitter in 2019, just 56 at bats, but produced 14 RBI in those trips up to the plate. 0-1, this one does miss away, evens up the count at 1-1. One one. Young, one of four players from the regular lineup back from 2019, although not in her usual spot as she gets to start today at third base. Sends the 1-1 down the right side. That one going to drift foul about 15 feet off the line. And it makes the count one ball, two strikes. Lucy Patterson awaits on deck. As Arthur, the sophomore with big shoes to fill, taking the spot of Madison Davis as the main ace for this Franklin Simpson team. Sends the 1-2 just off the outside corner. Tuck did a good job trying to frame it. But the count's even now, two balls, two strikes. I mentioned Tuck's offensive numbers, but one of the best overall catchers you're going to find in this region as the 2-2 misses up and the count runs full. Three balls, two strikes now to Young. Struck out eight times, drew six walks last year. Payoff on its way. This one looked at all the way on the outside corner for strike three. That'll bring Lucy Patterson up to the plate. Top returning average and top average overall for this squad in 2019. A 518 hitter from the left-handed batter's box. Over 59 hits, just 10 were extra base hits. But you're not going to complain about that when you're up over 500 as a hitter. Warren East batted 408 as a team in 2019. First pitch slap to the left side. Kitchens with a quick grab, and the throw to first is in time. So Patterson goes down on one swing. Kitchens had played up. It went straight to her, and quickly they're now two away. That brings up Marty Forster to the plate DP today for Warren East. Just a freshman, one of five freshmen in this lineup for the Lady Raiders today. First pitch to her is in there for strike one. Two away, bottom of the first. We're still scoreless in this season opener for Warren East, welcoming Franklin Simpson to fill Burkeen Field. 0-1, misses just off the outside part of the plate. One ball, one strike. A lot of times in high school games, you'll see batter's box to batter's box, those inside stripes be where you get the call. Has not seemed to be the case today. 1-1, one, one, off the outside part again. Two balls, one strike. Arthur checks the wristband. Steps back into the circle. Two balls, one strike to Forrester. Two away here, bottom of the first. This ball swung on and missed. Got her hands tied up 
on the inside, and that evens the count up at 2-2. If Motti can reach, Emma Markham stands on deck. 2-2 pitch sent this one high and away, and the count runs full. Three balls, two strikes, two away. Let's see what Forrester can do here. Arthur has the pitch. Steps in, winds, deals. This one chopped foul towards the Warren East dugout. So Monty does what she has to do to stay alive, and the bat continues. Emma Young struck out to start things out for Warren East, and Patterson on one pitch chopped out to third. Kitchens was there to make the play for Franklin Simpson. Payoff on its way again. This one inside, but catches the inside corner. And Hannah Arthur picks up her second strikeout of the inning. And Warren East goes down 1-2-3 to start this ballgame. We played one. We're scoreless from Warren East High School. You're listening to Warren East Lady Raiders Softball, presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app. Top of the second for Warren East High School. We're scoreless in the season opener for the Warren East Lady Raiders softball team as they welcome Franklin Simpson to start this 2021 season. It'll be 5, 6, and 7 starting things off for Franklin Simpson here in the top of the second. Gracie Arneman steps in first, junior center fielder. First pitch to her from Markham, misses low and away for ball one. Markham was able to strike out two in that first inning, has not given up a hit, at least by my count. Gave up two base runners, one on a walk, one on an error. 1-0 just off the outside part again. Two balls, no strikes. Emma struggled a little bit pitching to the outside of these left-handed batters like Arneman. This time comes inside, ball fouled away down the right field line. Two balls, one strike. Arneman hit 368 in the 2019 season. Three homers, 21 RBI, 11 doubles, and two triples. Was a standout in what was just at that time her freshman year for these Lady Cats. 2-1. Outside this time gets the call. It was a very late call. And it's two balls, two strikes. This is going to be one of those games as a broadcaster. I've got to wait a little while to let you know what the official call on these pitches is. 2-2 on its way. It's easier when they swing and miss. Make it three strikeouts now for Emma Markham. And that brings Shelby Cottle up to the plate. Junior first baseman for Franklin Simpson. Another lefty hitter for the Lady Cats. Not exactly ideal First start from Markham going up against all these lefties. First pitch drops in very slowly, and it's in there for strike one. Emma took a ton off that one. I don't think Cottle knew what to do with it. Just had to watch it fall in. 0-1 count. This one on its way. Misses high and away. One ball, one strike. Cottle just a 206 hitter. In 2019, again, that was also her freshman year. 1-1, right on the outside part, 1-2 count. 
Can Emma make it three Ks in a row? One ball's two strikes, one away, top of the second. One-two on its way. Swung on and missed. Three straight Ks for Emma Markham. She's got four on the day. Now two away in the top of the second. Maddie Utley steps in, senior left fielder for Franklin Simpson, looking to break this sudden cold stretch for the bats. Righty-righty matchup now for Markham as she looks to finish off the inning. First pitch, swung on and missed, strike one. Utley, 274 hitter in 2019. 19 RBI on 31 hits, also drew three walks. Oh, one swung on and missed again. No balls, two strikes. And from that strut away from the circle, it feels like Emma has started to find her rhythm. Quickly sends the 0-2. This one got to be in there. No, they say it must have missed low. One ball, two strikes. That looked good. But Emma will try it again. Wines now sends it with the right. That one swung on and missed. No chance up in the zone. Three up, three down, all on strikeouts. And we head into the bottom of the second. Still zeros up on the scoreboard. You're listening to Warney's Lady Raiders Softball, presented by JL and Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Bottom of the second as Warney steps up to the plate for the second time today. They weren't able to pick up a base runner. Their first time up in the bottom of the first looking to change things here. We're scoreless. In the season opener for the Warnies Lady Raiders, 36-3 they went in 2019. Started 28-0 coming into this one, having won eight in a row overall against Franklin Simpson. They've got six straight wins in season openers. Oh, and they went a perfect 9-0 here at Warnies High School a year ago overall. A lot of streaks on the line as Emma Markham steps in, looking to break a cold one to start this game for Warnies. Hannah Arthur, two strikeouts in the first inning for Franklin Simpson in the circle. Her first pitch grounded right side. Fowler up with it, throw to first well in time. And just as Lucy Patterson did in the one at bat that wasn't a strikeout, one pitch and an out. That's as efficient as it gets for Hannah Arthur. Catcher Harley Stringfield steps up now for Warren East. Another one of those... Regulars back from 2019, 333 hitter in 42 at-bats, 8 RBI off just 14 hits. First pitch grounded softly down the left side. It drifts foul for strike one. Sharika Kitchens pulled up there about halfway up from third for the left-handed hitting Stringfield. 0-1, blooped right side, Fowler can't handle it, Stringfield beats it out to first, and the Lady Raiders have their first base runner of this one. Your left fielder, number two, Riley Biggs Carter. As Riley Carter steps up, I will defer to Jim Forrester for this. Jim, do you believe we count that one as a hit or an E4? It's an E4, so 
the Lady Raiders still looking for their first hit in this one. I, I was thinking maybe I'd be a little generous, but as the season goes on, when we're playing here at home, I will defer to Jim to make the tough decisions for me so that I don't have to. Freshman Riley Carter steps in. Jim, you're going to have somebody to answer to for that one. As the first pitch misses away for ball one. Regardless of how, Harley Stringfield stands over at first. One away, bottom of the second. Warney's looking for their first run of this 2021 season. Carter, another left-handed hitter, awaits the 1-0 from Arthur. She sends it. This one hit well. Right side leaks through into right field. Stringfield holds up at second. Throw comes into third, out of right from Coffey. But now runners on first and second, and there's the first hit. No debate on that one as Carter is able to send it through the gap between first and second. And Warren East has a runner in scoring position as senior Shelby White steps up to the plate for the Lady Raiders. Shelby a senior, but if you were with us for the pregame show, you heard Coach McKinney talk about the fact that this is her first start over at second base. She's got two on, one out. Warren East looking for their first run in this scoreless ball game in the bottom of the second. First pitch tipped back into the screen. 0-1 count. Last two have reached now for Warren East. Stringfield was the first base runner of the game. Reached on an error from Fowler. Couldn't handle a blooper. Almost perfectly between first and second base. Carter knocks one through the right side. And the Lady Raiders are in business. 0-1 is hit straight down. Might have caught the cleat of White. It's foul and it's no balls, two strikes. Arthur, two strikeouts in that first inning. She looks to the dugout to get her sign. It's sent, and here we go. 0-2. Arthur delivers. This one flared right side. It's going to drop foul. Cottle was giving chase from first. Couldn't catch up. And the count remains 0-2. Madison Heimer on deck. Younger sister of Haley Heimer. One of the dynamic bats lost from this team that would have been able to play in the 2020 season that was wiped out due to the COVID-19 pandemic. 0-2 misses high. One ball, two strikes now to Shelby White. That trio of Heimer, Sparks, and Price, of course, the most notable for my cause, got to call a lot of their games between 19 and 20 on the basketball court for the Lady Raiders. The one-two misses away, make it two and two now. Good eye from White. As she awaits her pitch. Arthur taking her time, controlling the tempo as she steps back into the circle. Two-two. This one popped up in foul territory. Tuck can't come down with it. Might have gotten the tip of the glove on it, if anything. But again, White stays alive. Two balls, two strikes. One away. Bottom of the second. Warnies looking to break through for their first run. Average nearly nine a game in 2019. 8.8 8 
342 runs scored in 39 games. 2-2, inside, chopped, left side. Coach McKinney didn't even try to make a play on it. Would expect a little more from him after the pep in his step we saw in the pregame. It was bouncing around all over the place. But it's two balls, two strikes. I know as excited as these players are to be out there, Coach McKinney excited to be out there as well, perhaps the most excited of anyone. As time is called, White steps out of the box. Now steps back in. Thought she might have been looking at Coach McKinney for something, but he turned around like a four-year-old playing t-ball and was kicking some grass around on the far side. 2-2, goes foul again left side as White continues to battle. Still 2-2 count, one away here in the bottom of the second. Unsurprisingly, the Warnies' defense has held firm so far, of course, thanks to the five strikeouts from Emma Markham. Gave up just 1.3 a game in 2019. Had 23 shutouts along the way. 2-2 just off the outside part of the plate. Runs the count full. Three balls, two strikes, two on, one away here in the bottom of the second. Arthur steps in, sends the payoff, hit right back up the middle and through into center field, being waved from third is Stringfield on her way home, throw in time, and Tuck makes the tag at the plate. What a throw from Arneman, what a tag from Tuck. And the Lady Raiders still can't break through, although White gets the single. Carter also goes to second. But Stringfield is thrown out at the plate. Still two on, but now two away. As freshman Madison Heimer will step in. Getting the start in right today. She's got Carter standing at second. White now at first. Two outs in the bottom of the second. Arneman able to gun down Stringfield at the plate to keep this game scoreless. Arthur sends the first pitch. That one's outside for ball one. Haley Brazel's on deck at the bottom of the order. Then it would be back to Emma Young at the top. But a lot more to worry about before we get there. Arthur deals the 1-0. That one on the outside for strike one. One ball, one strike to Madison Heimer. Warnings to have collected back-to-back -back hits as the 1-1 is tipped. Tuck tried to make a throw to second to challenge Carter. Went in the center field anyway, but the count now, one ball, two strikes. Carter and White with the back-to-back -back singles. They stand on first and second. One, two. Hit left side. Kitchens up with it. She'll step on third, and the Lady Raiders can't take advantage. Two hits and another reaches on an error, but they strand two. As we go into the third, we're still Scoreless. You're listening to Warnie's Lady Raiders Softball, presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Two in the books for Warnie's High School as we head into the top of the third. Still scoreless 
in this season-opening matchup between the Warren East Lady Raiders softball team and Franklin Simpson. And Arthur will lead things off in the inning for the Lady Cats. They'll go 8-9 and then 1 back at the top of the order. Still in the circle for Warren East, Emma Markham. She's now up to five strikeouts. Has sent the last four batters she's seen back to the dugout on strikes. And we'll see what she does here now against her counterpart in the circle in Arthur. First pitch hacked through for strike one. Arthur just five trips up to the plate in 2019. Did have a hit. It was a double that drove home two runs. 0-1, misses high. Count now one ball and one strike. Markham yet to officially give up a hit. Has given up two base runners. Walked the first batter she saw in Lexi Holloman. Then Kaylee Tuck was able to reach on an error. Second pitch swung through. Excuse me, third pitch swung through. And we got a one-ball, two-strike count. Sharika Kitchens on deck, third baseman, in the nine-hole today for FS. 1-2, high and away. Count even at 2-2. Two and two. Emma struggled a bit hitting her outside spot. This one right down the heart of the plate. Arthur has no chance. Swung on and missed. Five straight Ks for Emma Markham. And that brings Sharika Kitchens up. Junior at third base played a good amount for Franklin Simpson in 2019. Played in 20 games, 47 trips up to the plate, 13 hits, three of them doubles, to the tune of a 277 average. First pitch she sees this time is hit pretty well into left, giving chase and coming down with it is Riley Carter. No, it slipped out of the glove. It looked like she had it clean, but just poked out at the last second. And Kitchens, who never stopped running, give her credit, gets on her wheels, goes all the way to second. And Franklin Simpson has a runner in scoring position. Thanks to the error out in left, charging from left to right was Carter from our left to right. It was her right to left. Had it for a moment, then it slipped out. And Franklin Simpson is in business with Holloman stepping in at the top of the order. First pitch to her misses for ball one. Holloman drew a walk in her first trip up to lead things off for Franklin Simpson. As the 1-0 is in there, right on the heart of the plate for strike one. Holloman didn't get past first, was then thrown out on that error that let Tuck reach. But after Young couldn't handle it, was able to pick it up and throw to second because Holloman was prepared to stay at first. As the 1-1, she shows bunt. Doesn't make contact, but it gets away from Stringfield behind the plate, and Kitchens is able to make her way over to third. So Franklin now just one base away from their first run of the season, their first run of the game, and their first run against Warren East since 2016. 2-1, bunt goes back into the screen, Two balls, two strikes, now the count. So unless Coach Cottle and Holloman are feeling pretty dicey, that should take the bunt off the table. We'll see what Markham does here. Just had a string of five straight strikeouts broken up, and she starts another one 
as the 2-2 was swung on and missed. Make it seven strikeouts on the day for Emma Markham. But still some work to do as Kitchen still stands at third. Now two away, top of the third. Haley Fowler steps in. She struck out, was the first victim of this ball game for Markham and swings through the first pitch for strike one. Kaylee Tuck on deck. 0-1 count, two away, runner standing at third. Pitch misses high. One ball, one strike. Kitchens got to second on a ball dropped out in left field by Riley Carter as the 1-1 swung on and missed. One ball, two strikes. Kitchens the made her way to third. Pitch got away from Stringfield behind the plate. One, two on its way. High pitch. Swung on and missed. Fowler gave chase to no avail. Franklin Simpson puts a runner on third, but Markham takes over from there. Two more strikeouts. She strikes out three more in the inning. And as we head into the bottom of the third, we're still scoreless. You're listening to Warren East Lady Raiders Softball, presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Bottom of the third at Phil Burkeen Field at Warren East High School. It's season opener for the Warren East Lady Raiders softball team. We're still tied in this one. Neither team has been able to break through yet. But Warren East looking to change that here as Haley Brazel steps up to the plate soft, or excuse me, freshman shortstop making her first appearance in the batter's box this year. Getting the start in the nine hole for Warren East in this one. So up next, we'll see the one and the two. First pitch misses high and away for ball one from Hannah Arthur, still in the circle for Franklin Simpson. Struck out two in the first inning. Hasn't had any strikeouts since. Gave up a couple of hits there in the second, but was able to get out without giving up a run on the board. Second pitch off the outside part of the plate. Two balls, no strikes now to Brazel. Emma Young on deck, Lucy Patterson to follow her. 2-0 from Arthur, hits softly back up the middle, goes past Arthur to Fowler, her pitch to first. Cottle couldn't hang on, and that's another error. Second on Franklin Simpson. It allows Brazel to reach. And it brings Emma Young back at the top of the order into the batter's box. Struck out to start things off for Warren East. But it feels like going back to that second inning, I know Stringfield was thrown out at the plate, but Warren East building some momentum. Would like to see the bats heat up and put some numbers up on the board here in the third. First pitch hit well into right. That one's down. Giving chase in right field as Coffey misplays it. It goes all the way back to the wall. Brazel will be waved home from third. So will Young. Throw comes into the plate. Now Coach McKinney holds her up, but Brazel is able to score, and Warren East strikes first. It's one to nothing, Lady Raiders. A triple from Emma Young. And now Warren East in a golden position as Golden Lucy steps up to the plate in the left-handed batter's box. Grounded out on one pitch in her first appearance. 
The slapper will look to make something happen here with a runner at third. First pitch high over the head of Patterson for ball one. Emma Young with the RBI triple to put Warren East on the board. One to nothing now, Lady Raiders. Nobody out here in the bottom of the third. Arthur changes the sign. Now steps in and looks to have her pitch. It's on its way. Hit back into the screen. One ball, one strike. That's the first run giving up, given up by Arthur, but won't be charged as an earned run. It all started with the error that allowed Brazel to reach to start the inning. As Patterson looks at the 1-1 high for ball two. That's an issue that Franklin Simpson had last year. They gave up 190 runs total, just 115 of them earned. Arthur, in particular, in just nine and a third innings, gave up 12 runs, but just five were earned. Two balls, one strike to Patterson. This one into left and down. It's an RBI single for Lucy Patterson, and Warnie's doubles their lead, make it two to nothing. Still nobody out here in the bottom of the third. All of a sudden, Warren East with four hits, all of them over the last two innings. The RBI triple from Young, who then scores on the single from Patterson. And now Monty Forrester steps into the box for the second time today. Struck out to end the first inning. But she's got a runner on first in Patterson. No outs on the board. This one hit into left field and down. Back-to-back-to-back hits now for the Lady Raiders. They've got runners on first and second for Emma Markham. And this is the Warren East offense we're used to seeing. Markham grounded out to second to start the second inning. Looking to help her own cause up with the circle where she has been fantastic. Eight strikeouts in three innings. If you're keeping track at home, that's just one out that hasn't been a strikeout. Has also yet to give up a hit in this one. First pitch, she squares to bunt. Too far left out of play. 0-1 count. Patterson stands at second. Forrester at first. Your 1-2-3 hitters doing exactly what you expect. All three pick up hits. And Warren East now with a two-run lead. Arthur checks over to the dugout. Now steps back in. No balls, one strike to Markham. Inside pitch, Markham gives chase, fouls it back. Now an 0-2 count. Now Coach McKinney goes up. Gives her a sign. As Markham steps back in. On deck, the catcher Harley Stringfield, who was the first base runner for Warren East, Today reached on an error back in the second. 0-2, chop left side. Kitchens up with it. Patterson tries to slide in at third. Couldn't get in in time, although Coach McKinney applauds the hustle. Markham able to reach on the fielder's choice. Now with one away. Still runners on first and second 
for Warren East. As Coach McKinney calls time, going to get somebody in to run for Markham. Forrester stands now at second. Markham over at first. As in to run for Markham now is Lydia Jones. Just an eighth grader in there for Warren East. One of three eighth graders on the roster. They've got more eighth graders than sophomores or juniors. Two sophomores, two juniors. And just four seniors on this Warren East team. So you think about all the success they've had, especially going back to 2018, 2019, back-to-back. State runners-up. The future's still extremely bright for this Warren East team. First pitch, bunted nicely, left side. Kitchens, though, up with it, makes the throw in time to Cottle, but it does advance both runners. Forrester making her way over to third. Jones to second. And now with two away, off the bunt from Stringfield, Riley Carter steps in for Warren East. Carter had the first hit for the Lady Raiders, a single back in the second. Arthur steps in. First pitch of this at bat, lined into left, and it's down. Ball also gets away from Utley in left. One run is scored. Make it two, four to nothing. Warren East leads it. That ball was drilled by Carter. Utley couldn't handle it off the hop. Two-run score, and the Lady Raiders have a four-run lead. Two-run double for Riley Carter. Scores Forrester as well as Jones, who was in to run for Markham. And now with Carter standing at second, another runner in scoring position. Shelby White steps in, and as I say that, Kinsey Upton, another one of those eighth graders, will come in to run for Carter. Shelby White singled in the second. Behind her, Madison Heimer standing on deck. And if White and Heimer could each reach, Warren East would have hit through this lineup. And Brazel, who started off the inning, reaching on an error and eventually came across to score the first run of the game, she'd be back up at the plate. Warren East with five hits this inning. Seven for the day. First pitch is in there for a strike to Shelby White. On one count, two away. Lady runners, though, with a runner on second and a 4-0 lead here in the bottom of the third. This ball hit left side. Will drift foul. A couple feet off the line. No balls, two strikes to White. Beautiful day to get this 2021 season underway. I don't think you could ask for better weather. As Arthur... We'll look to find a little better weather metaphorically and get out of this jam. This ball misses away. Throw down to second. Juggled. Might have been in time if Fowler could have hung on. Tuck pulled the trigger immediately. But fortunately for Warren East, Upton was able to get back. 
One ball, two strikes. Arthur checks the wristband once more. Steps and deals. Popped up. Believe it'll stay in the infield. It is. Holloman under it, and that'll do it. But not before Warren East turns out their first four runs of the ball game thanks to five hits in this third inning. They lead it after three, four to nothing. You're listening to Warren East Lady Raiders Softball presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app. Through the last four meetings and now three innings that Warren East and Franklin Simpson have met on the softball field, 36 runs have been scored. All 36 have been scored by Warren East. And as we get the fourth inning underway here in the season opener for the Warren East, they lead it 4 to nothing over Franklin Simpson. But Lady Cats right at the heart of the order to get the top of the fourth underway. They'll go 3-4-5. And they'll start it out with senior Kaylee Tuck reached on an error in the first. Markham deals, swung on and missed. Off-speed pitch. They'll say Tuck tipped it, but still strike one. Markham has retired eight batters via strikes in this one and has struck out seven of the last eight she's seen overall. 0-1 just off. Breaking right to left, misses to the right, to the right-handed hitting Tuck. One ball, one strike. 1-1, one, one. high, just fastball and powered it through. Tuck couldn't catch up, one ball, two strikes. Kaylee Tuck last year rarely struck out just 5Ks and 113 trips up to the plate. One ball, two strikes from Markham. This one line into center, and a no-hitter from Emma Markham is no more. First hit of the day for Franklin Simpson. Comes off the bat of Kaylee Tuck. Coming in to run for her at first again is Allie Utley. It's the fourth base runner Franklin Simpson has had. One off a walk, two off of errors. They got Sharika Kitchens all the way to third after an error allowed her to get to second then was able to go to third on a pass ball. First pitch looking to bunt is Coffee to no avail and the throw down to second is a perfect one from Stringfield. She guns down Utley one away here in the top of the fourth. We saw Tuck try to show off the gun earlier. Stringfield does a little bit of her own to the courtesy runner in for Tuck as the 0-1 is in there outside corner. No balls, two strikes to Reagan Coffey. Markham winds, deals, and she's back on the strikeout train. That one swung on and missed. Two away now here in the top of the fourth. As Gracie Orneman steps in, she struck out to start the second inning. So while Markham's no-hitter comes to an end, she could hit double-figure strikeouts on this at-bat. She's got nine on the day. First pitch 
just off the outside. Stringfield tried to pull it in, couldn't get the call. 1-0 count to Ornament. 368 hitter in 2019. Sends the 1-0 right back. Evens up the count at one ball and one strike. Four to nothing. Warren East leads this one. We've got two away, nobody on top of the fourth. Franklin Simpson up at the plate. 8-9-1 will start the bottom of the fourth for Warren East. Off speed didn't quite drop enough into the zone. Catches up high. Two ball now, one strike. The count. Markham has dealt quickly most of the day. Does so here. High fastball, swung on, missed. Two balls, two strikes. She's had a lot of success throwing that heater up in the zone. Franklin Simpson hasn't been able to lay off of it, and they haven't been able to catch up to it. Fastball again. This one fouled back. Brought it a bit lower, tried to hit it on the outside. Arneman sends it right back into the screen. Shelby Cottle stands on deck if Arneman can reach. Two out, nobody on here, top of the 4-2-2 count. Markham deals. This one hit well into left. Carter giving chase. It's off the wall and down. Arneman rounds first into second, standing up. A double with two away from Gracie Arneman to keep the top of the fourth alive. For Franklin Simpson. And there are some smaller bar ballparks around the area where that one might have been out. But it caught up on the bottom of the wall here at Warren East. In mid-left field. First pitch to Shelby Cottle on the outside for strike one. Left-handed hitting Cottle struck out in the second. That was a second inning where Markham struck out the side for Franklin Simpson. 0-1, looked at high, one ball, one strike. Two hits now for Franklin Simpson in this one, both in this inning. Tuck had a single to start the inning. Allie Utley came in to run for her, was thrown out trying to steal, as the 1-1 is a beautiful breaking ball that catches the outside part of the plate for strike two. Cottle started to go, thought it might drift outside, didn't pull the trigger, and now she's down in the count. Arneman stands at second after her double, and she'll be stranded right there. The tenth strikeout of the ballgame comes from Emma Markham. Franklin Simpson puts their first two hits on the board, but they can't do anything with them. We go into the bottom of the fourth, four to nothing is the Warren East lead. You're listening to Warning Lady Raiders Softball presented by Jay Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Four to nothing. Warren East leads it. Bottom of the fourth. They're up to bat as Franklin Simpson has their first pitching change of the day. Maddie Utley will come in in relief of starter Hannah Arthur. Arthur goes three innings, strikes out two, gives up seven hits, Four runs allowed, three of them earned as her day comes to an end. Madison Heimer out of the eight spot will start things off for Warren East as Utley steps in to the circle. Was previously in left field trying to get a number who's out there in left now. 
as the first pitch comes in from Maddie Utley, misses away for ball one to Heimer. Don't have any stats from Utley in the circle in 2019. Only two pitchers were up there besides Danielle Coates and Madison Davis. Those were Hannah Arthur and Maggie McBrayer as the 1-0 hit softly, and it was hit soft enough to where Franklin Simpson didn't have a play and able to reach on the infield single is Madison Heimer. Fowler and Utley crashed in. Fowler from second, Utley from the circle, but neither of them could get there to make the play. And that brings Haley Brazel up from the nine spot. One on, nobody out here, bottom of the fourth. And it's back to the top of the lineup with Emma Young standing on deck. She had the RBI triple to break this thing open. After the first pitch, throw down to second in time. Heimer thrown out by Tuck. So after Stringfield threw out the first runner for Warren East in the top of the fourth, Tuck returns the favor to throw out Heimer. And we've got one away here in the bottom of the fourth. Utley stands in the circle. This pitch fouled off will go into the screen. One-one count now. Brazel reached on an error and came across to score the first run of the game for Warren East. Do believe out there and left for Franklin Simpson. It is Allie Utley. But we'll try and confirm that later on. One-one misses for ball two. But fortunately, uh, none of our eyesight here in the box good enough to make that call. 2-1, blooped up into shallow center. Haley Fowler makes the play just on the edge of the grass. Nearly lost it, but was able to hold on off the bobble. And it's back to the order now for Warren East. Emma Young back up to the plate. One for two today, struck out in the first. NRBI triple in the third. Four to nothing, Warren East. Bases empty, two away. Bottom of the fourth. First pitch from Utley. Misses just off the outside. Looked like a pretty good breaking ball, but it called ball one. Madison Heimer started the inning with a single, was then thrown out on the first pitch to Haley Brazel, who just popped out. 1-0 is in there for strike one. 1-1 count to Emma Young. Lucy Patterson on deck. As this one is floated in and looked at for strike two. And that pitch might have clocked in at about 35 miles an hour max. And the count is one ball, two strikes. Utley sends the one, two. That one floated up way high. Two balls, two strikes. I think Coach Cottle just looking to switch up the pacing, bringing Utley in there in the circle. Felt like Warren East had gotten in the rhythm against Arthur as the 2-2 was just tip, they'll say. Keeps the count alive for Young. Coach Cottle is known for not hesitating to pull the trigger on making a move when it feels like it's time as the 2-2 drifts outside to run the count full. Three balls, two strikes. Two away 
to Emma Young. Warnies for the four-run lead here in the bottom of the fourth. Payoff. Hit well into left. It's down. A single for Emma Young. Thought about making the turn to second, but held up. And she stands at first as Lucy Patterson steps in for the third time today. Young with her second hit of the night. Warren East now with nine. Patterson with one of them singled home Young in the third. Also grounded out in the first. Lucy, 5'18", hitter in 2019, the best returning average on this team. Looks at the first pitch in there for strike one. Can be especially difficult as a slapper with as slow as the pitches have been coming in from Utley to try to time your move. The count is 0-1. This one misses high, one ball and one strike. Two away as Young stands over at first. Utley looks to the dugout as Coach Connell moves Fowler over to the right side to try to account for Patterson. Hits it. There's a huge hole up the middle as the 1-1 is looked at low. Gets away from Tuck, and Young is into second uncontested. Two balls, one strike. Young now in scoring position as Patterson has a chance for his second RBI of the Young season. She's got a hitter's count to do it. Utley sends the 2-1. Hit up the middle to fall into shallow center left. Rounding third, coming home as Young Patterson slides into second, and it's 5-0 Warren East. Second RBI of the night for Lucy Patterson. Second run scored for Emma Young. And that brings Monty Forrester up to the plate, singled. And what was a line of four straight hits for Warren East in that third inning. Struck out in her first appearance. But she's got Patterson standing at second. She gets another single here. I can almost guarantee you Lucy is going to make her way home. First pitch misses high for ball one. Five to nothing now. Warren East, two away. Bottom of the fourth inning. Here from Phil Birkin Field. One of the most beautiful backdrops in all of high school sports as the 1-0 is swung over by Forrester. One ball, one strike, now the count. Patterson likely not to try and steal here from second, but was 18 for 18 trying to steal the bases last year. This ball hit into foul territory, goes off the glove of Cottle, And we'll see what the call is here. It hit Cottle's glove, but then landed in fair territory. Patterson came home and scored. They're going to count the run. And Forrester brings Patterson home on the ball that's dropped by Cottle. She was a couple of feet into foul territory. But Patterson is able to come home and score because it came back in to fair territory. Coach Cottle comes out to contest. I'll have to ask Coach McKinney afterwards. He knows the rules much better than I. I have 
called two years plus worth of softball games and have never seen a situation like this, but it seemed as though the home plate umpire was pretty quick on making his call, but now we'll see the umps have a little discussion. Coddle was foul. It hit her glove and bumped out back across the line and fair. So I don't know if it's treated almost like a home run ball that bounces off your glove, goes over the wall, and gone. As it stands, 6 to nothing. Warren East leads it. Two away after Patterson scores. Still having a discussion between the umps. Emma Markham waits to step into the batter's box. If it stands, it'll be the second unearned run of the night given up by Franklin Simpson. First run total allowed by Utley. She's given up three hits here in this fourth inning. The latest was a double from Lucy Patterson to score Emma Young. As Coach Cottle still doesn't seem happy with the call, so it doesn't look like they're going to overturn it because the ball bounced off the glove, and again, Cottle was well into foul territory, two, three feet off the line, but couldn't control it, and it bounced back well into fair territory almost into the outfield grass just beyond first base. But it looks like based on fourth year or fourth season, fifth year head coach Todd Connell's reaction, this call is going to stand. If it doesn't, I can't wait to see Coach McKinney sprint across the field to contest it. We'll see what kind of shape he's in. Six to nothing. Warren East leaves it. Discussion still taking place. As Jim Forrester works off some of the rust from two years off running the music up here in the booth. Discussion still taking place, in case you're wondering. Unfortunately, we don't have the umps mic'd up. I'm not sure exactly if they've seen a scenario like this to be quite honest with you. And I'll do some digging later on as we get into our post-game show. If you stick around with us for that point, which I certainly encourage you to do so, your post-game show will be brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and Recognition. But still a ways to go until then. Six to nothing, Warren East leads it. We're still here in the bottom of the fourth. Two away. Yes, the umpires. Still discussing the call. Coach Cottle kind of hovering about five feet from them at all time. Is keeping his social distance. Now walks back to the dugout. I think he's given up. I believe he's content to just wait and see what the call is. Now one umpire, the home plate umpire, is calling over for Coach McKinney. And we're going to see what this ultimate explanation is. Coach McKinney doesn't seem too distraught about it. As Coach Connell makes his way back out of the dugout, Emma Markham has just been waving her bat back and forth around her hip in the left hand for the last, like, two or three minutes. And they're going to say that the run ultimately 
does not count. Now say since the ball hit Cottle's glove in foul territory, Patterson will go back to second. The at-bat will resume. And I hope they remember what the count was after all that. Because I sure do not. Forrester steps back in. Pitch on its way from Utley. Misses low. And it is a 1-1 count. One ball, one strike, two away. Patterson back on second. So your score back down to five to nothing. And that one hits Madi on the elbow. And she'll make her way over to first. So it took a run off the board for Warren East, but I suppose if there's a positive, Madi's batting average gets a bump from reaching on the hit-by-pitch rather than the error. And that will bring Emma Markham finally up to the plate. And should note, Addison Lee, another eighth grader in there to run at first, courtesy runner in for Forrester. First pitch swung on and missed for strike one by Markham. Emma one for two at the plate, singled and scored in the third. 0-1, Blute back into the screen. Five to nothing, Warren East leads it. No balls, two strikes, two away, bottom of the fourth. Warren East had a run wiped off the board. It looked like Patterson had scored after an error on a blooper in foul territory on the right side from Forrester. As the 0-2 misses, make it one ball, two strike to Markham. Harley Stringfield stands on deck. Patterson is on second. Forrester was hit by a pitch as this ball is hit left side and through. Patterson rounding third. She'll come home to score. And don't worry about correcting the scoreboard. It's six to nothing, and you can't wipe that one off the board. RBI single from Emma Markham scores. Lucy Patterson, second hit of the night for Markham, and it is officially 6-0, Warren East. Was getting ready to say before that that Lee had come in to run for Forrester. She stands at second, and we get another courtesy runner in here. Although before we get to the, the at-bat, time is called by Coach Cottle and Franklin Simpson. It is Lydia Jones who will run, and Franklin Simpson will make, make another pitching change, I believe, as running in from left field, we can now confirm is the younger Utley, Allie Utley, and Maddie Utley, I believe, will head back into left as Allie Utley, who Coach McKinney told me before the game we could very well see in the circle, had a lot of good things to say about her game, she will step in to pitch for Franklin Simpson. We'll step away as she warms up six to nothing. Warren East leads it two away, but still threatening here in the bottom of the fourth. You're listening to Warren East Softball presented by Jay Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app. Back with you here from Warren East High School after second pitching change of the night for Franklin Simpson. They go from Maddie Utley into the younger 
of the Utley sisters. Allie Utley, just an eighth grader, steps into the circle. Her first pitch to Harley Stringfield misses for ball one. That pitching change brought to you by Bowling Green Fireplace and Grill, outdoor kitchens, fireplaces, and home of the Big Green Egg. 1-0, misses high, goes back into the screen. The two Warren East runners each advance. Lady Raiders now with runners on second and third. Two away to make something happen with it, and a 2-0 count for Harley Stringfield. Lady Raiders lead it 6-0. They've tacked on two here in the bottom of the fourth already. 2-0 from Utley, fouled back. Two balls, one strike. Maddie Utley goes two-thirds of an inning here in the fourth, giving up four hits, hit a batter as well, two runs, each of them earned. Came in in relief of Hannah Arthur, who pitched the first three innings of this one. 2-1 is in there, looked at for strike two. Make it two balls, two strikes to Stringfield. Riley Carter stands on deck. 2-2, swung on and missed. So how about the eighth grader, Allie Utley, stepping in, strikes out the lone batter she faces, and gets Franklin Simpson out of a jam. But not before Warney's tacks on two more. They lead it 6 to nothing. We've finished four. You're listening to Warney's Lady Raiders Softball, presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app. Top of the fifth from Warren East High School, Lady Raiders lead it. Six to nothing. After the first four, they scored four in the third, two in that fourth inning. An RBI double from Lucy Patterson, an RBI single from Emma Markham. Lady Raiders did strand two in scoring position, but up by six. And you like to be in that spot with the way Emma Markham has been throwing in the circle. She struck out 10 so far. 10 of 12 outs have come by strikeout. Given up two hits, walked a batter, has had one reach or two reach by error in this one as well. 7-8-9, bottom of the order for Franklin Simpson to start the fifth. Maddie Utley steps in. First pitch to her, misses low and tight for ball one. Utley struck out to end the second inning. Franklin Simpson will go through the order for the second time. This inning, 1-0 swung on and missed to even up the count at one apiece. Pitch on its way, fouled back into the screen. One ball, two strikes. Standing on deck in the spot of Hannah Arthur, who got the start in the circle, is Allie Utley, who currently will stand in there for Franklin Simpson when they're back in the field in the bottom of the inning. You presume, as the 1-2 swung on and missed, make it 11, rung up for Emma Markham. It's like clockwork at this point. Another one does indeed bite the dust, as Allie Utley will try and avoid the same fate. Her first at bat of her eighth grade season was able to pick up a strikeout in the circle to end the bottom of the fourth. First pitch to her is fouled back for strike one. Markham now has struck out three of her last four. Had a streak of five straight Ks from the end of the first to the beginning of the third. 
0-1 this time in the dirt. 1-1. One one. one away, nobody on. Franklin Simpson still looking for their first run against Warren East since 2006, or 2016. Feels like it's been since 2006. As the 1-1, one it'll say, I believe, that Utley swung. It looked like it missed up. But either barely caught it with the bat, or they'll say she went through. Either way, one ball, two strikes now. Markham looking to make it three straight Ks. Wines, deals, gets the call for strike three. 12 strikeouts to start the 2021 season for Emma Markham. Only rung up 85 in 45 innings in 2019. Working behind Katie Gardner, who struck out 321 batters in 171 and a third innings of work. First pitch to Kitchens in the dirt. Gets away, but with nobody on. No threat. One ball, no strikes. Kitchens reached on an error on Riley Carter out in left. Got all the way around to third, but couldn't score as Markham struck out the last two batters of the third inning. 1-0, swung through. One ball, one strike now. One one, swung through again. One ball, two strikes. Warren East had 23 shutouts last year and 36 wins. One two just outside. Two balls, two strikes. Lady Raiders looking to defend the home field just as they've done always under Coach McKinney. As the two two misses low, runs the count full. This team is 75-19 and 19 overall at home, dating back to 2010 since Coach McKinney took over. 44-5 and five since the 2015 season that saw this team win the first of their three region titles under Coach McKinney. Payoff fouled off the first time. Three balls, two strikes, two outs here in the top of the fifth. Markham sends the payoff again. That one hits Kitchens. Caught her on the left shin in the right-handed batter's box. So she'll trot over to first. And Franklin Simpson goes back to the top of the order with shortstop Lexi Holloman. Holloman 0 for 1, but did reach on a walk in the first. Was then thrown out on a fielder's choice. First pitch to her, misses up. 1-0. Kitchens at first. She's reached in both of her trips up to the plate today. Has not had a hit. But if you're Franklin Simpson against this Warnies team, you'll take them however you can get them. 1-0. Up high. Two balls, no strikes. Markham struck out the first two of the inning. As the 2-0 is swung on and missed right across the heart of the plate for strike one. On deck is Haley Fowler. She's struck out twice. As the 2-1 is looked at low, make it three balls, one strike. 
It was a good pitch for Markham, but a better choice by Holloman not to chase. 3-1 on its way. Just catches the top part of the zone, runs the count full. Emma's had a lot of success going with the heater up. We'll see what she goes with here. Another full count. Payoff on its way. Swung on and missed. It was up and away. Three strikeouts in the inning for Emma Markham. Boy, what a day she's had in the circle. Six to nothing. Warren East leads it. We head into the bottom of the fifth. You're listening to Warney's Lady Raiders Softball, presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Bottom of the fifth here from Warney's High School. Lady Raiders lead at six to nothing. The preseason number one team in the state opening up their season against Franklin Simpson. They've scored six runs over the last two innings, four in the third, two in the fourth, looking to keep it going here. Leading things off, Riley Carter, left-handed batter against the right-handed Allie Utley. First pitch misses away for ball one. Carter two for two today, a single in the second, a two-RBI double in the third. She's got a 1-0 count here. Utley facing her second batter of the night. 1-0 hit right back up the middle, diving it short as Holloman can't come up, can't come up with it. And Riley Carter has a three-for-three three day. What a day for the freshman out in left field. And that brings Shelby White up. Had a hit right after Carter in the second inning, the first two of the day for Warnies. Popped out to short in the third. Carter will come out. Coming in to run for her is Kenzie Upton. Coach McKinney has not hesitated to roll out various runners, taking advantage of all the youth he's got on this team with 10 combined 8th graders and freshmen. First pitch squaring to bunt is White, makes no contact, but Tuck can't control it, and gliding in to second base uncontested is Upton. Nobody out. Upton now in scoring position for Shelby White. Senior starting at second in this one for Warren East. Senior makes you think of experience, but it's her first start there. Just as Emma Young is making her first start over at third. Was the DP for most of her appearances last year. 1-1 one, one bunt attempt goes straight backwards. One ball and one strike. Madison Heimer stands on deck. Started off the fourth inning with a single. Was then caught stealing. By Kaylee Tuck behind the plate for Franklin Simpson. 1-1, bunt attempt, blooped up right to the glove of Kitchens, charging in from third, throw to second, not in time. Upton able to slide back in, but a good play by Kitchens as White goes down, and we've got one away here in the bottom of the fifth. Heimer now steps in. Lefty one for two at the plate, as I mentioned, or sequence there in the fourth with the single. Hit into a fielder's choice to end the second inning. Runner still standing at second is Upton. First pitch, misses away. One ball, no strike. Utley 
has now retired two of three since she's come in in the circle for FS. Sends the 1-0, fouled off and back. One ball, one strike as Tuck collides with the home plate umpire. Both shake it off. I don't think I'd want to be on the receiving end of a collision from Kaylee Tuck. I've known Kaylee since she was about two or three years old. For those that don't know Franklin Simpson, my alma mater, as the 1-1 is bunted foul down the left side, 1-2 count now. Called the softball games for Franklin Simpson 2018 and 2019. Saw Warren East eliminate this Franklin Simpson team from the semifinals of the region tournament in 2018 and 2019. And Coach McKinney has not been shy to remind me of those eliminations in 2018 and 2019. One ball, two strikes. Utley deals. That one looked good and is good. Called strike three as Heimer looks and it catches the outside corner. Make it two away as Haley Brazel steps back in. 0 for 2, but did reach on an error in the third. Does have a runner standing at second in Upton. Now two away. Warren East looking to build on their 6-0 lead here in the bottom of the fifth. First pitch up and away, ball one. Back to the top of the order with Emma Young awaiting on deck. Warren East creeping towards that run average from 2019. Just under nine runs per game, 8.8 they scored. 1-0 fouled off, one ball, one strike. Right where you'd like to be in the runs allowed department at zero. Just gave up 1.3 in that 2019 state runner-up season. 1-1 popped up. It's going to stay in the infield in foul territory. This time, Cottle able to corral it. We don't have to worry about any of the is it in, is it out drama. It ends the inning. We'll go into the sixth. Six to nothing is the Warren East lead. You are listening to Warren East Softball, presented by J. Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Top of the sixth from Warren East High School, the season opener for the top-ranked team in the preseason coaches poll in the state of Kentucky. Your Lady Raiders lead it 6 to nothing over Franklin Simpson, but Lady Cats, if they're going to make some noise, this would be the time to do it. They've got 2-3-4 up to start the inning, starting with second baseman Haley Fowler 0 for 2 tonight, couple of strikeouts, two of the 13 for Emma Markham in the circle for Warren East. First pitch looked at for strike one. Markham 13 Ks, has walked one, hit another, given up two hits so far tonight. 0-1, curveball, just caught it, goes up the middle. Markham can't handle it, juggled it twice, then three times, and Fowler is able to reach on the air. So another base runner for Franklin Simpson without getting a hit. As I'm tracking back now, they've only had two hits tonight, but seven base runners. So you can do the math on that. Kaylee Tuck has reached each of her two times up to the plate, singled in the fourth, reached on an error in the first. First pitch of this at bat, hit high into shallow right, giving chase and bringing it down in foul territory is Heimer. 
She's able to collect it for the first out of the inning. Good hustle by Madison Heimer to get what felt like a big first out with a runner on first, nobody out, tuck up at the plate. You like to get out of that quickly, just as Markham was able to do. Reagan Coffey steps in out of the cleanup spot. She's 0 for 2 with a couple of Ks. Swings and misses at the first pitch. Stringfield looks to first, does not pull the trigger. It's an 0-1 count. Emma Markham with her 13 strikeouts, three off her career high. 0-1 swung right through again, make it 0-2. Emma had 16 Ks back in 2018 against Greenwood as an eighth grader. Now as a junior, in position to break that, needs three to tie, four to surpass it. 0-2 fouled over the screen and out of play down the left side. And the count remains no balls, two strikes. On deck is Arneman. She doubled. It went all the way back to the left center field wall in the fourth, but was then stranded at second as Franklin Simpson has had some opportunities, just not been able to take advantage so far tonight. 0-2, swung on and missed again. Markham goes up in the zone. Coffee chases. Her third strikeout of the night, make it 14 for Emma Markham as Arneman steps in. Had that double, but also one of the 14 back in the second inning. Still has a runner at first in Fowler, but now two away here in the top of the sixth. Time running out for Franklin Simpson. First pitch, swung on and missed for strike one. Emma, these last few pitches has just started blowing it right past these FS batters. They have not been able to keep up. 0-1, again goes the heater, just off the outside. Good-looking pitch, but it's a 1-1 count. Cottle on deck. If Arneman can reach, 1-1 up high. Arneman thought about it, but held back. Two balls, one strike now. Six to nothing. East leads it. Two away, top of the sixth. Markham winds, deals. That one up and away. Now three balls, one strike. The bad news for Franklin Simpson, if you don't break through here, top of the order up at the bottom of the inning for Warren East. Three balls, one strike. Markham delivers. Took something off that one, just left it low, a bit off the outside as well. As Arneman is able to draw the walk, she goes to first. Fowler advances to second. And the left-handed Shelby Cottle stands in. She has struck out twice. And after her, awaiting if she can reach Maddie Utley, has also struck out twice. First pitch of this at bat. Paints the outside corner for strike one. And if you're Franklin Simpson, you end this inning with this at bat. Not only does Warren East have one, two, three to start the bottom of the sixth, you start the top of the seventh with seven, eight, nine. Oh, one outside, one ball, one strike. 
Two on, two away. Franklin Simpson looking for their first run of the game, first run of the year. They trail it 6 to nothing to Warren East. 1-1. One, one. Swung on high. Again, that high fastball. One ball, two strikes. That has been there whenever Emma has wanted it. We'll see if she goes with the off-speed here. 1-2 on its way. Fouled back up over us. Keeps the count at 1-2. Markham was 4-1 in the circle and six starts in 2019. Check swing fouled back. Cottle just caught it off the end of the barrel. But again, able to keep the at-bat alive. Still one ball, two strikes. Runners on first and second. 1-2 on its way. Looked at low. Off-speed just drifted outside. Two balls, two strikes. If anything, Emma has struggled. I mentioned it earlier, trying to hit the outside against these left-handed batters. We'll see what she goes for here. 2-2. Two -two. Fastball up high. There is the go-to. And there is the 15th K of the night for Emma Markham. Cats put two on, but again, they can't take advantage. We head into the bottom of the sixth. Warney leads at six to nothing. You're listening to Warney's Lady Raiders Softball, presented by Jay Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app. Bottom of the sixth from Warney's High School. Your Lady Raiders lead at six to nothing over Franklin Simpson. Season opener from Phil Burkeen Field. Warney's. Could put this one away with four runs here in the bottom of the sixth to force the run rule. They've got one, two, three to start the in inning. Emma Young steps in first. First pitch to her from Allie. Utley catches the inside for strike one. Utley has pitched an inning and a third so far, given up one hit, struck out two. Granted, it has been against the bottom half of the order, but impressive nonetheless for the eighth grader as the 0-1 misses high. Make it one ball, one strike. Young two for three for the day, an RBI on a triple in the third, has scored twice. Scored in that third inning and singled and then scored in the fourth. 1-1 one, one fouled off out of play over the Franklin Simpson bitch down the right side. It's a one-ball, two-strike count. On deck is Patterson. Monty Forrester will follow her. 1-2 goes behind Young. Didn't make any contact with her. And it makes the count two ball, two strike. Umpire requests a different ball. Lucy Patterson goes to grab it. They send it up to Utley in the circle. 2-2 two, two count. Nobody out, nobody on. Early on, bottom of the sixth. 2-2 two, two swung on and missed. Outside part of the plate, Young trying to defend. Couldn't catch up. One down here in the bottom of the sixth. Lucy Patterson. Lou steps in. Two for three is Patterson in her senior year here at Warren East. Your fourth region girls basketball player of the year this past season for the Lady Raiders. Singled in the third, doubled in the fourth. RBI on each of those hits scored off that hit in the fourth. First pitch away, ball one. 
A bit more favorable matchup for the slapping Patterson here. Allie Utley puts a little more heat on her ball than Maddie Utley or Hannah Arthur did as the 1-0 is on the outside corner. Evens up the count at one ball, one strike. Took a little off that one and put it right where she needed to. Utley has been impressive, as I said earlier. Now three strikeouts. 1-1 goes over the head and glove of Tuck. Trying to take something off of that one and they kept her grip for too long. Make it two balls, one strike. Two one on its way goes down the left side and foul. And I said Monty Forrester would be up next for Warren East, but Sarah Epley, the senior, stands on deck, so she'll have her first at bat of the season in place of the freshman Forrester. 2-2. Misses just off the outside part. Runs the count full. Three balls, two strikes, one out, nobody on. Bottom of the sixth. Utley settles back in. Deals the payoff. Slap down the left side, but foul. Nice grab by Coach McKinney. I better give him props because if I don't, he'll get on to me afterwards. Might be the first thing he asked me about in our postgame chat. That will be brought to you by Rafferty's. Payoff on its way once again. Hit softly right up the middle. Utley up with it. Throw to first in time. And a good from Cottle as well. Great defense all around from Franklin Simpson to pick up the second out of the inning. Senior number seven, Sarah Epley. So Sarah Epley steps in. One of four seniors on this Warren East roster, hitting in the place of Maudie Forrester. And if she reaches Emma Markham in the circle, will still come up to bat. If Warren East doesn't break through for four two-out runs here to end this ball game by run roll, then Markham would need to strike out the side to set a new career high for strikeouts. Or excuse me, no, she'd only need two. She's got 15, had 16 as a career high, so would need two strikeouts in the top of the seventh. But wouldn't mind strike out the side, give that a little cushion. And she'll have the opportunity to do that against the bottom of the order. It'll be 7-8-9 up for Franklin Simpson. And their last chance in the top of the seventh. After a conversation between the umpire and the Warren East side, we'll get back underway. Upley steps in. Utley deals the first pitch. That one, a called strike one, hitting the outside corner against the right-handed hitting Epley. Utley, three Ks, has given up one hit. And two full innings of work now. 0-1 misses. It's one ball, one strike. Two away. Bases empty. Here in the bottom of the sixth. Utley deals. Right back up the middle off the glove of Utley, but it goes straight down. She's able to grab it and make the play to first herself. So the top of the order goes three up, three down for Warren East in the bottom of the sixth. 
As we head into the top of the seventh, Franklin Simpson has three outs to work with in this one. They trail at six to nothing. You're listening to Warning Lady Raiders Softball, presented by Jay Allen Builders on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app. Top of the seventh. From Warren East High School, Warren East Lady Raiders lead it 6 to nothing over Franklin Simpson here at Phil Burkeen Field. Season opener for the Warren East softball team. Looking to start it off with a win, and they can seal that win with three outs here. Maddie Utley will lead things off for Franklin Simpson. 7-8-9 to start the top of the seventh against junior pitcher Emma Markham. Still in the circle for Warren East. First pitch in there. First strike one to Utley. 0 for 2 so far. Two of those 15 strikeouts for Markham. She's one away from tying her career high, two away from breaking it. 0-1 foul back out of play. No balls, two strikes. Markham walked two or walked the first batter she saw, gave up base runners on two of the first three. She faced Kaylee Tuck reached on an error. Haley Fowler struck out wedged in between there in the first inning. As the 0-2 was popped up, that one will go out of play into the stands. Caught the ramp near the Warren East dugout. So the count's still 0-2. After that point of those first three batters, Markham struck out five straight. Went on a string of seven of eight that she struck out. And she's been in the zone for the majority of the night. 0 2 count. Markham sends it. Swung on and missed. And she's tied a career high with 16 strikeouts. Utley's third K of the night. And we will have a pinch hitter in in the spot of Hannah Arthur that was then occupied by Allie Utley. Zori Stout steps in for Franklin Simpson. First pitch to her, misses high for ball one. Stout, one of three freshmen on this Franklin Simpson roster. Majority of them are upperclassmen, five juniors, three seniors, three eighth graders, two sophomores. 1-0, swung on and missed. One ball, one strike. Sharika Kitchens on deck in the nine spot. Franklin Simpson two outs away from dropping to 0-1. Warren East two outs away from starting 2021 with a win. 1-1 misses outside. Two balls, one strike now. If you missed it earlier, Markham has tied her career high in strikeouts, 16. That was set back in her eighth grade season in 2018 against Greenwood and she's now one strike away from breaking that as the 2-1 is swung on and missed two balls two strikes to Stout. Markham steps back in gets her grip now lets it rip misses outside and the count runs full three balls two strikes one away nobody on top of the seventh East leading at six to nothing. Stout steps back in, awaiting the payoff. Markham winds, deals it, misses low and inside for ball four. 
kind of threw up her hand after the pitch like she didn't know what went wrong. As Stout heads over to first, and Sharika Kitchens steps in for the third time tonight. Allie Utley will come in to run it first for Stout. As Kitchens, who was hit by a pitch in the fifth and reached on an error and got all the way around the third in the third, awaits her first pitch. One on, one away. First pitch, low and inside again, missing about the same spot as that payoff did. And it's a 1-0 count. one popped up way up high. It's in foul territory. Stringfield couldn't come down with it. Right on the Warren East logo. On the left side, just about 15 feet off home plate. Falls foul for strike one. One ball, one strike. Got a little gotten darker out here, so it can make it a bit tougher to try to track those down as you're just staring up into the lights. 1-1 one, one on its way to Kitchens. This one hit well into right center field. Patterson goes up, caught it off the end of the glove. Throw to first, not in time. But what a play by Lucy Patterson. Just barely got the fingertips on it, but was able to hold on. That's just pure strength. And that's what you come to expect from Lucy Patterson. But it does bring the top of the order back up for Franklin Simpson, though now two away. They're down to their last out with Lexi Holloman. First pitch to her in there for a called strike one. Holloman 0 for 2 is struck out twice to draw a walk to start the game. Because of Patterson's catch, Utley still stands at first. 0-1. Low and away, one ball, one strike. Fowler is on deck if Holloman can reach. Markham still looking for that career high in strikeout. She's tied it right now with 16. 1-1 one, one line right side. Lifted out of play. Now one ball, two strikes. Franklin Simpson down to their final strike in this one. A Warnies team that didn't get to play in 2020 after going 36-3 in 2019. Looking to start off 2021 with a W. 1-2 on its way. Swung on and missed. They get just that. And Emma Markham gets a new career high in strikeouts with 17. Your final score in this one, 6-0. Warnies takes it over Franklin Simpson. They move to 1-0 on the season. FS falls to 0-0. And one. We'll step away when we come back. A very happy post-game show brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and Recognition. You are listening to Warren East Lady Raiders Softball presented by J. Allen Builders right here on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app. Back here with you for your post-game show brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and Recognition. The Warren East Lady Raiders Softball team picks up a season-opening 6 to nothing win over Franklin Simpson before coach can even mention it to me. I'll go ahead and say it. 
Over the last now five games between these two teams, <laughs> there have been 38 runs scored, Coach. All of them scored by your Warren East Lady Raiders. But I'll tell you, and I say this without my Franklin Simpson bias shining through, that team, it feels like, always makes things competitive, especially early on. It seems like they always have a plan, or maybe, in this case, it could just be early season jitters, well, but it always takes a little while, it feels like, for the offense to get going in this sure, matchup. Sure, but, but you know, why do you think Franklin Simpson plays us tight and plays everybody else tight? It's good coaching. Yes. And they got athletes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they do, you know, the small thing. Yeah, they're going to make mistakes just like we make, make mistakes. Uh, but, you know, tell the girls all the time in middle school and high school, when we play Franklin, uh, you, you got to get ready and you got to get after it and you got to play the full game. Well, as we talk about this one, I think the obvious place to start is the performance of Emma Markham in the circle. She goes out, picks up a career high in strikeouts in her first start of the season, a complete game shutout, strikes out 17 along the way, just two hits. I'm sure a a few more base runners overall than you would have liked to see, especially with some errors and and some walks along the way. But what did you think was working for her in this one? It felt like she found her groove with that fastball, especially up high. Franklin tended to chase that a bit. But from your perspective, what was it that allowed her right. to have so much success well, in this Well, I, w- I want to teach you something real quick. We didn't throw one fastball tonight. Really? Not so one fastball. So those just fastball. looked fast to they, me. They, well, they look fast <laughs> to you because, no offense, but you're a little slow. But <laughs> the reason, and I, and, I, and I mean that with all due respect. Of course. You, you know that. Yes, of uh, course. But, no, you know, she threw a rise ball. She threw a curve in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, tried, she has two different change-ups, and she threw a screwball away from uh, left-handed batters. Th- there was times early in the game the curve – she didn't have a good grip on yes. it. Yes. And, and it, you know, ball four, mm-hmm. ball four. I've got to adjust as calling, you know, person calling the pitches. That location, that pitch is not working. I've got to adjust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I thought I did a better job calling pitches for Emma in the second and third inning. Uh, she got settled in pretty good, found her rise ball. We mixed it up pretty good, and she got some swings and misses. Uh, but, you know, she, she did an excellent job tonight. And i tell you who else also did an excellent job was Harley. Because mm-hmm. there was times, as a catcher, you can't catch the pitch and the location right. okay, or the called pitch. Mm-hmm. If I call a curve away, she sets up away, the ball might come back inside. Yep. And Marco missed her location probably about three, four, five times tonight, and there, there was no pass balls mm-hmm. because Harley received the pitch instead of trying to catch the, uh, the, the called pitch in the location. So she caught a great game. Uh, and, you know, when you have a catcher like that, if your pitcher does struggle a little bit, mm-hmm. it's no big deal because you've got a really good catcher, and, and she'll wait and wait until you get into that groove. And, and then, like I said, Markham did. A um, few, few balls put in play. A couple go- balls got hit hard. Lucy just makes a, an all-state yes. athletic play. Yeah. Whether it's softball, soccer, basketball, water polo. <laughs> um, you, you know we have a water polo team, don't you? Really? Yeah. Are, well, you, are you leading that charge? No, nah, the horses can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> but she ran it down just like a stud athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, made a few mistakes defensively, yeah. <laughs> and I told you when we talked before the game, our girls were tore up for pregame. Yes. They did not want to mess up in pregame. <laughs> I mean, that's what they talked about in the hallways. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mess up pregame. I don't want to mess up pregame. Guess what we did? Mess up pregame? We messed up yeah, a few, I, few times. Yeah, I saw that. But I thought overall it was, it was a very good pregame. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they were they were nervous. and. I have no problem with that because mm-hmm. if if you're not a little bit nervous, I don't know if you understand what's going on, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you care enough. Yeah. Uh, now we got to turn that into some positive energy, 
and let's just play softball. But I have no problem with the with the nervousness and uh, good win, good win for us. Well, let's have a little educational commentary, real yeah, quick. Because, I need to give this headphone to somebody. No, else, you you can handle this because you just taught me a little bit about it. But like yeah. for somebody like me that isn't as into the sport as you, will watch that rise ball and just think it's a fastball up high because that's right. what it looks like to the exactly. naked eye up right. here. But what is it about that pitch, especially tonight, that makes it? such an effective tool to use because it felt like every time she went to that number one, it had the velocity almost right. of a fastball, but Franklin just couldn't touch it. So what it does, it, it spins backwards. Mm-hmm. It doesn't spin towards the hitter. It spins backwards. Katie Gardner's would take off. So you would see Harley catch Katie's above her head mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, Emma's doesn't jump as, as much, mm-hmm. so it kind of stays in the zone. But what it does, when it comes out of the hand, when you start your hands to, to hit, you think that pitch is in the strike zone. Right. As the ball gets there, now it's out of the strike zone. Well, it's hard to take your hands up to a pitch. Because you're just seeing fastball down the middle. Let me rip right, on this Right, exactly. One. Which they, they know she throws a rise mm. ball. But how much is it going to jump? Is it going to jump two inches or is it going to jump, you know, eight inches? Mm. And Emma don't even know that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, it is a tough pitch to hit. Uh, but, if, but if you just rear back and just throw it and it's out of the zone as soon as it's out of your hand, you'll walk a bunch of hitters too. Well, we've talked a lot about the pitching and the defense. Let's talk quickly about the bats. I, I noted when Coach Cottle made the move initially to pull Arthur, Arthur, I thought that was a good time for him to make that move because, you know, normally with a pitcher like that, you think, okay, one time through the lineup, mm-hmm. we're good to go from there. He makes the switch to one Utley, then pulls in another Utley, who, who we talked about, the younger Utley. She, I thought she threw really well in there told you. tonight. How did you feel overall about the way the bats performed in this uh, You know, it's, uh, I thought we made good adjustments. Um, I thought Lucy stepped up twice with, I, I, I believe, and I know you, you kept the book, but I, I hadn't looked at it yet, but I believe twice she had two two out hits. Mm-hmm. One was a single, one was a double. Uh, Riley Carter, uh, three hits, you know, drops the ball in left field. Not a fly ball. She had to run to it, but she did make an error. Mm-hmm. Comes right back in, gets the bat in her hands, yes. and, and here she is hacking away uh, with three hits. And it's big for a freshman to do that. It, exactly, exactly. Um, we, you know, we try to play a little small ball. Uh, Harley, who's learning how to slap right now. Wow. You know, she, she's been doing it maybe about a month, month and a half. She's learned how to slap right now. She lays down a bunt to, to move two runners mm-hmm. into scoring position, and the freshman, Riley Carter, comes up behind her, two out hit. We score two runs. Well, we score two runs, one, because Harley moved them. Yeah. You know, so that, it's, that's more than just the hit. It's the at-bat before the hit that sets that whole play up. Uh, but I, I, was, I was very happy with the at-bats because we hadn't, hadn't seen live pitching, just like no one else has seen live pitching. Mm-hmm. I don't get too tore up on the swings, mm-hmm. whether they're swings and misses or miss hits or whatever. Hitting comes and goes. You got mm-hmm. a high, you got a low, and then you got an average. Yeah. That's why they call it a bad and average. You got to be able to play small ball. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to play, uh, run the bases and play defense. If you can do that – then we'll have a good chance, no matter who we play at any time, to compete. Uh, like I said, the hitting, it, it'll come and go. Well, especially when you look back at the history between these two teams, particularly the region matchup yeah. uh, two years ago. You taught me a lot. Of, you, made, you made sure <laughs> I knew about the value uh, of that small ball. Back-to-back years, you've been able to beat Franklin Simpson in the semifinals well, I mean, you know, Madison, Madison Davis, we weren't going to sit there and get four, five, six hits in a row right. or four, five, six in a – hits in an inning mm-hmm. and drop three or four runs this this inning and three or four. You're not going to do that. But when you get a good hit or maybe an error and you get somebody at third with less than two, if you can put a little pressure and run the bases the right way and put on a squeeze, 
that one run that you just scored feels like you just scored five. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to just sit there and tee off on a kid like Madison Davis because right. she was that good. Well, a chance tonight to work out some of the kinks, both with the fielding, the pitching, and the hitting. But uh, I, I hate to overlook this game at all because a win is a win, and this sure. was a Franklin Simpson team that I, I thought played pretty well tonight. But coming up, district opener Thursday at Greenwood. Unfortunately, we won't be able to broadcast it uh, due to the season opener for the Cincinnati Reds here on ESPN 1027. Coach, you set the schedule up after this opener. Eight straight games <laughs> on the road for your girls, but it all starts Thursday at Greenwood. What are you looking to work on most ahead of that game to get your team set for when that district slate starts up? You know what? There's really nothing to work on for that game Thursday. Mm. We're going to take some good batting practice. We're just going to touch on, on some things. We might even see some live pitching at, at practice, uh, maybe on Wednesday. Um, but, you know, we just got to score one more run than them. And it's mm. a big game for us. It's a big game for them. Uh, so happy uh, for uh, Coach Proctor. Uh, being able to uh, to come back and uh, and and you know start coaching, um, they're very excited about their their team, mm-hmm. uh, and they should be. They're going to be uh, as packed as their field can you know how many people <laughs> they can have. I don't know, but it's going to be packed. There's going to be a lot of excitement, uh, and and they're ready for Warnies to uh, to come to uh, Penny Reese Field. Mm-hmm. We've just got to step up and play softball, and oh. they're, they're going to try and be nervous again. Yes, but you know what? That that's part of playing softball at Warren East. Well, we'll next be with you eight, or Tuesday, April 13th, the following district game against South Warren. But, Coach, I'm sure I'll talk to you before then, and good luck to you and the team, not just Thursday at Greenwood, but everything in between until we're back on the air with some Warren East softball on the 13th. Well, I'm sure we'll, we'll put some stuff out on Twitter. and, and uh, I know you will. And, and tag uh, <laughs> ESPN Radio, and, and, and people will keep up with what's going on. But, yeah, you're right. It's, you know, of course, we, we were supposed to start. Everybody's supposed to start last week. Yeah. So they took away the first week and put it on the end of the season. Uh, but, yeah, you know, we're, we're just happy to start playing, and, and that's everybody. You know, like we're, everybody's happy to see dirt, grass, some chalk, and just start playing softball again. Well, coaches, you don't need me to let you know. I'll let you go ahead and congratulate win number – or celebrate win number 237 for your career here <laughs> at Warren East High School. And since I kind of teased it to you earlier when we were chatting over text – uh, you've now won 76 games on this field, 76, 76. and 19, your record 76 in home games at, at home. Warren East High huh. School. So how about that? That's a little bit above 500. <laughs> you, but you know what that tells me? What is that? Or what does that tell you? Do you know what that tells you? Well, it tells me, number one, you've had some pretty darn good players that's ex- to and, do it while that's you've it. been here. That's the bottom line right there. <laughs> I've had some pretty good players, been fortunate enough to uh, just watch some, some good athletes play softball and uh, – Try not to screw things up too bad. That's exactly what that means. <laughs> All right, Coach. Appreciate you top, stopping by. Looking forward to talking to you as the season rolls on. Good start to the year and looking for more coming up on Thursday. Hey, Tyler. Pre- appreciate you out here. I know everybody out here appreciates uh, ESPN Radio, uh, just the, the coverage and, and just, just everything. And, and not only for softball, mm. but for all warning sports. All right, Coach. You go enjoy this one. I'll see you. Appreciate it, buddy. That was one of your coach's comments brought to you as they will be all season long here on your post-game show brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and recognition your coach's comments brought to you by Rafferty's where great food makes a great party we'll step away bring it back one more time to wrap things up with your final score line then we'll finish things off from Warren East High School six to nothing again your final score in this one the Warren East Lady Raiders open up their season with a win over Franklin Simpson this is your post-game show brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and recognition on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 1027 app Back with you here 
on your post-game show, brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and Recognition. Final score again tonight in the season opener for the Warren East Lady Raiders. They take it 6 to nothing over Franklin Simpson. Lady Raiders scored four runs in the third, two more added on in the fourth. The first run of the game scored on an RBI triple from Emma Young. That scored Haley Brazel, who was able to reach on an error. Young was then scored on an RBI single from Lucy Patterson. Monty Forrester and Emma Markham each followed that up with singles. They were driven home with a two-ribby double from Riley Carter. You heard Coach talk about that in the segment prior, how a bunt from Harley Stringfield set all that up. Then in the fourth, two runs scored, as I mentioned. Emma Young got a single. She was then able to steal second. Lucy Patterson drove her home with a double. She was then scored on an RBI single from Emma Markham, who also got the job done and then some in the circle. A complete game shutout for the junior Markham. She strikes out 17 in this one, only giving up two hits along the way. And with that performance makes it a pretty easy call for your player of the game. Brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and Recognition. More than just trophies, call Damon Tabor or Tyler Wright on Morgantown Road. Those post-game statistics brought to you by Kite Home Center, always a slam dunk. As we wrap up your post-game show, brought to you by Oak Tree Awards and Recognition. Warren East moves to 1-0 on the young season, defending that top spot in the preseason. Coaches top 25 in the state of Kentucky. Franklin Simpson starts their year at 0-1. As I referenced with Coach, the next eight games for these Warren East Lady Raiders on the road, but the most important one coming up on Thursday, the district opener at Greenwood. Unfortunately, we won't have coverage for it due to some conflict with the Reds here on ESPN Radio 102.7. They get their season started on Thursday. We'll be back on the air with Warren East Softball Tuesday, April 13th. We'll have 14th district action for you at South Warren. So four back in the studio, Casey Warner doing a fantastic job as always, putting us on the air, keeping us on the air, and making us sound good along the air. A big thanks to Coach McKinney for stopping by and chatting after the fact. I'm Tyler Eaton. We will talk to you again Tuesday, April 13th from South Warren High School with more Warren East Lady Raiders softball presented by J. Allen Builders here on ESPN Radio 102.7 and the new ESPN 102.7 app.